Hello there, my dear listeners. Today I'm going to share with you my story of living with an autoimmune disease. If you're not familiar with the term autoimmune, it means uh, diseases where your body actually attacks itself. I have Hashimoto's disease. Hashimoto's is the is the autoimmune version of a thyroid dysfunction. It's hypothyroidism, but the autoimmune version, which means that I actually have antibodies in my system that attack my thyroid, so the thyroid does not work properly. Now, in most cases, um, Hashimoto's uh, happens in, in women in later stages, menopause and onwards. I was 24 when I was diagnosed, and uh, it was kind of a really crazy time because I was at the university. And um, I started to feel very, very weak not just weak, exhausted. I was exhausted. I put weight on like eight kilo a month. Imagine that. I was ballooning up like crazy. And I had no, f- no focus. I would be like reading a page for something, you know, f- from a book. Or I-, I, was, I was a student. And I just couldn't... I couldn't concentrate. I couldn't even remember what I was reading. It was my, it's like my brain function wasn't there. Later, later on, I learned that this is one of the brain fog. Yeah, it's one of the things of uh, hyperthyroidism and the Hashimoto's especially. And I also didn't get my period. It's like, I didn't get it for like months. And I even went to 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 woman's doctor and asked and I had some checkups and everything was fine I had blood test I thought maybe it's diabetes maybe it's this maybe at that and I started to have like I felt my heartbeat in my throat it's like you have it's like a constant beating I could really feel the pulse in my neck in my throat Sometimes it was faster, sometimes it was slower, but it was always there. And now when you're sitting, you don't feel that. You don't feel your throat throbbing. You don't feel it's pulsing. You don't feel the heartbeat. And when I went to my GP, my, uh, my, um, my um, family doctor, I told her this symptom because previously, apparently, nobody thought about that. Even when I went to a blood test, nobody thought about checking my thyroid. So um, there it was. Antibodies, thyroid-stimulating hormone, T4, T3. If you ever had thyroid issues, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It was off the roof. Okay, a few months later, they do another test just to make sure. And then they started to put me on medication. By this time, I was um, 30 kilos more than I am today. Okay. I was ballooning up. I actually had to do an extra semester at the university. I had to do a whole summer semester because of my medical condition. I was, I wasn't able to function. I wasn't able to learn. I wasn't able to study. So they started with the medication. 
And then it took years to, to find the balance. It takes about a year, sometimes a little bit more, because it's a slow-moving thing, yeah? It's not an instant, uh, like you get an adrenaline shot or uh, one of those injections that, uh, no, it's your hormone system. It takes time for it to find the balance until the doctors find the exact amount of hormone replacement that you need in order to function, to function properly. And of course, then as they sent me to an endocrinologist and I go to the endocrinologist and I'm a 25 year old girl and he's like looking at me and he was like totally ignorant to my questions. Like, how do I live with this? What am I supposed to do? What does it mean? Uh, oh, don't worry about it. You can easily live with it until the age of 85. And I'm like, what? What is Hashimoto? What does it mean? And I mean, I mean, you know, so I started collecting information. I started reading about it. And uh, I'm taking my medication. Not until I went to Singapore for an extended period of time when I was 29, uh, that I actually learned and understood a lot more about Hashimoto's and autoimmune disease. Uh, apparently, in Singapore, I met a wonderful endocrinologist who explained to me the whole system and how it works and what are the, the repercussions um, that this disease could have on you. So, Hashimoto's is apparently, it's your thyroid, but it starts in the gut. Research today shows that autoimmune disease starts in the gut. There is some kind of an intolerance that constantly triggers your immune system. And in um, most cases, it's something that your gut is exposed to. So it is something that you eat. And um, I had no idea about this, of course. So there is like an inflammation because of this constant trigger that you're eating something, it's in your gut, the lining of your gut is inflamed. And because of that, there is inflammation all over the body. Now, don't get mixed up with, um, it's, it's, it's a silent inflammation, okay? It's not like when you have an infection that you cut yourself and you see the pus, yeah, that you actually see uh, that there is some kind of an infection. No, this is not an infection. It's like your your body is in a constant state of uh, of uh, overworking, overdoing, overprotecting. There is an inflammatory um, aspect. Google it. Check it, what it is, inflammation in the body. And it's the cause of apparently most serious diseases, from heart disease to diabetes to even cancer and all the terrible things that, uh, that actually can happen. So this amazing doctor explained to me how the gut, how your intestines, yeah, where you digest your food, how this whole system, he called it the second brain of the body. And um, then I started to, I still carried a lot of weight. I lost a little bit, yes, once they, start, once they managed to balance out my hormones, but I carried a lot of weight, over 20 kilos, I think, uh, even though I lost like 10, 
and I was a young woman, yeah, and um, so I started to really get to know my body, and I started on the Atkins diet, what today is called keto, and then I actually also had a, a, an allergy test to check what could be that trigger in my gut, and the trigger in my gut is, no surprise, gluten. I don't have celiac, yeah? I don't have the actual uh, definition of celiac, but I have a sensitivity to gluten. And this constant sensitivity to gluten is what's creating this inflammation. In addition, my body does not like starch. Starch as in potatoes, uh, pasta, um, rice, anything with, you know, the starchy, even vegetables, you know, like sweet potatoes or, um, my body feels the best on meat, vegetables. I have no lactose intolerance, so I have no problem with that, even though I don't like milk. So there started the, um, let's say, the, 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 <laughs> the discovering your own body. And this is really the biggest takeaway from dealing with an autoimmune disease because no matter to how many doctors you go and no matter how many specialists you see, at the end of the day, it's your body and your body is trying to tell you something. And finding the root cause of that something is where everything starts. Now, let's go first to the body, and then, of course, we go to the spirit and the soul, because that's where, at the end of the day, it all goes, yeah? So, I started the keto Atkins diet, and my body loved it. And I was shredding the weight, and I started to feel really good, and at the same time, I started to work out, yeah? Even then, the endocrinologist back in Singapore told me that, you know what saves you from really being... Obese, obese, like seriously obese, is your muscle mass. Even though you feel that you have no energy, you cannot cut corners. You must always stay physically active. You must. It's like you have no choice. You really have no choice. Because the muscle mass is what saves you, what keeps your metabolism relatively going, that you have muscle mass to keep your strength, yeah? So I am on a keto Atkins diet and I'm working out and I'm walking and I'm being physically active and uh, the weight is going nicely. And I did not eat starch, gluten, bread, pasta, sugar especially, yes, big, 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 big red flags when it comes to sugar. And strange, yes, but I am a sugar addict, okay? But that's maybe a different topic later on. So I am in all this health program. Every time I try to get off the program, yeah? <laughs> because I never really liked bread or pasta or rice, but give me cakes, give me cookies, give me ice cream, you know, just chocolate chip cookies or a really nice cake, cheesecake, whatever that has gluten and sugar. I loved it. 
okay, my grandma spoiled me rotten when I was a teenager because that was always cake. So gluten tolerance, intolerance, not on the level of celiac. So every time I ate something like that, something starchy, something with gluten, there was discomfort. It wasn't too bad, but there was discomfort. And then I went to an um, um, iridologist. And the iridologist is somebody who reads in your, uh, who, how you call it, in your eye. It's like he takes, uh, it's a doctor, it's an eye doctor, it's a special, special field of being an eye doctor. He takes a picture of your, of your eye, yeah, puts it on the computer screen and he starts telling you, and he starts telling you all the possible diseases that you have or your family history, which is kind of like, whoa. And this was very interesting. And the first thing he told me is that you have a thyroid issue, which is balanced, and it all starts in the gut. And you have gluten intolerance and this and, and sugar and so on and so on. So I got like a reconfirmation of what my body was already telling me. Now to get back to the Hashimoto's, I am taking this hormone replacement that my body does not create for the last, since then, okay, almost 30 years. I wish, I really wish from the bottom of my heart that I knew what I know now or even 10 years ago when I started to take this medication. Because there are alternative treatments to helping you stimulate the thyroid and getting it back to work. There are alternative holistic treatments, medicine that can help you overcome because today, after all these years, my body is totally hooked on getting um, this hormone from the medicine that I'm taking. So it forgot how to work. And it has been inactive for so many years that the chances of awakening it, yeah, making it work, are zero. And I've been told in no simple words, in no other words, by many people that I have talked to, alternative therapists, um, holistic uh, uh, doctors, even endocrinologists of the top, top, top level who do consider alternative medicine as a big part of their treatment resume, if you wish. This is the body. My body is fine. This is something you can absolutely live with. It does have some, of course, throwbacks. I can never stop working out. I can never stop being physically active because this is what really keeps you going. You become really sensitive. You really get to know your body on an excellent level. Like there is no denial. If I eat a cake, I know what I'm doing. You pay attention to your fingernails. This is the first sign. I, s I look at my fingernails, I can tell you what my blood, my blood level, my blood test would show you when it comes to my thyroid. Your hair, the, the, the dryness of the skin. Um, there is a certain uh, body type that goes with uh, what's called the thyroid body type. Google it. Um, it's interesting, but it's something that you can definitely live with. So it starts in the gut, finding the trigger, this is the body, yeah? Take care and what not to eat, what to eat, how to be healthy, how to stay strong. Okay, now let's talk about 
the soul level, the spirit level of autoimmune disease and my thyroid condition in particular. Now, if you, if you try to separate your body from your soul, that's, in my point of view, the first mistake. It's one and the same. Your body is the three-dimensional expression of your soul, of your spirit. This is the physical, the physical construction, if you want to call it, yeah? The physical <laughs> skeleton, yeah? The physical essence of who and what you are. As everything in the body has a function, it also has a function in your soul, in your spiritual realms, if you want to call it like that. So I asked myself, what is it I do with my throat? Because the thyroid sits in your throat. What is it I do with my throat? Or what is it in this case that I don't do with my throat? Your throat chakra, yeah? This is exactly where it sits. So why is it not working? Because it's not working. It's, in my case, it's not hyper, it's hypo. So it's not working. What does it mean it's not working? What am I not expressing? Where am I not saying what I need to say? Where am I not expressing my truth? Where is it I don't stand up for myself? What is that message that needs to come through and hasn't come through? I was discovered, I was diagnosed when I was 24 and it was, if you remembered, if you listened to my episode about my mother wound, I talk about my 20s as the darkest time of my life, which were of course huge transformation at the end of the day, but it was a very dark, dark period of time. I was in denial and I was in a very uncomfortable, dark place. So when I was 24, that was right at the middle, in the middle of this process of self-hate, self-judgment, denial, lack of anything, uh, yeah, self-love mostly, which radiated and resonated with all the world around me, my reality. Because I didn't see, I didn't, I, I didn't speak. I bottled up my emotions. I bottled up what I feel. I didn't express the anger, the pain, the hurt, the guilt, whatever was going on towards my mom, first of all, and towards myself and towards my surroundings, my environment. I did not speak up. I didn't say. I didn't say it. And... If you look at it, I ended up being a teacher. I ended up being a mentor and a coach. And what I use, yeah, my toolbox, is my throat. It's my self-expression. It's my saying it, speaking it, sometimes singing it. So finding that link between what your body is telling you and what your soul is telling you is crucial. Because at the end of the day, I am not going to 
be able to come off from this medicine, from this medication. But I am able to stop and prevent worsening the situation by working on the energetic aspects of my throat chakra. And, don't forget, it starts in the gut. What is it that you cannot digest? Yeah, what is it you do with your guts? You have a gut feeling, yeah? What is it you do with your guts? You cannot digest something. Physically, mentally, emotionally. You cannot, you're unable to digest it. What is it? As long as you don't ask yourself these questions, you will not be able to heal yourself. And healing is the ultimate purpose at the end of the day, because we are here to heal ourselves from all kind of everything, yeah? This, that's a different episode. But the lesson of, of an autoimmune disease is, at the end of the day, self-awareness on the deepest, highest forms possible. Your body is, your, is you. This is your signal system, if you want. I always say, oh, my back hurts? Okay, that's wonderful. That means that it's already in the body. Now let's look at the why. Yeah, it's like, okay, let's the what. The what is the body. Now let's look at the why, which is the soul. So I always ask, what is the purpose of this specific body part? What is it I do with it? What, what, is it, what is it used for in my biology? Yeah? It's my knee, it's my leg, it's my back. What is it I do with it? What is my throat? What is its purpose? Its purpose is to express yourself, to say it, to speak it. And maybe this is why at the end of the day, this podcast was also born as the next step in me healing my throat chakra and my Hashimoto disease. So, my summary, if I can say that, or my, or my take from dealing with an autoimmune disease for almost 30 years is, as I always say, it's a present. But you have to take a good look, a really good look. And it takes years, of course. It's all, it's all a journey of self-discovery yeah? and self-awareness and self-appreciation, and self-love, and self-acceptance. So that at the end of the day, we can all heal. We can all heal. That's it for today. And speak to you soon.